Dear Lord, thank you that um, seniors have come this far and that Dan has been able to speak to them for all these years. And I pray that you would just help all of us to get something and learn something from their personal experiences in life and that they w- you would just give them the courage up here when they're facing all of us and just give them the words to say and the confidence in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. Pre- appreciate it. Y'all rock that, that, that last song. Rocked out. See, I'm going to use... Kate, Kate and I, we're going to put the, the yellow mic up front, just to let you know, so you know what, what we're doing. We've got um, some seniors, uh, just a, a few of them. We've got a pretty good class. We've got about th- three or four of them that are going to share tonight, and then a little bit more of what we're, we're going to do. Uh, y'all may not know this, but you're a scary group. I mean, y'all are just a scary group of people. You, you look scary. I love you, but... Uh, uh, but um, this is what I'm going to ask you. Y'all have, y'all are, I think y'all are fantastic. You, you, youth group, when we have someone speaking, when I speak, y'all really give attention well, and I appreciate that. And I'm going to ask you, um, there, there could be nerves. Um, there will be nerves uh, that are going off as, as some of these, these youth come and share, but some are coming in to share in faith. Uh, that means they're walking in faith as they're up there because part of them, their flesh says, run away, don't do this. Um, so give them the utmost respect, the same respect I'm asking that you would you would give me, give them as they come come up here to share. Deal? Yes. yes. Okay. Cool. We're gonna jump jump into this, uh, and I'm not sure how he's gonna make it all the way up the stage, but Mr. Brian's gonna gonna wheel or hip hop or whatever. Uh, he's gonna have to. All right. All right. You need me to pick to to pick you up? No. See, look, because I need my right leg up there. Look at you. Look at you. I don't care what everybody said about you. I think I think you're cool. Look at that. You can park it right there. Here, would you Would you like a stool? Here, we'll give you this one. I'll I'll be here a while. Let me have a stool. You can just prop prop that mic down. So you know what I'm talking about. Okay. Okay, guys. Um, I had to write it down because you know I couldn't like. Speak it off the top of my head. So um, I just want to start by saying my life's been an up and down slope filled with the highest of highs and some of the lowest of lows between having a dad who was in and out of my life and then having one that came into my life and taught me what it meant to be a man and what it meant to be a leader and also having a mother that was single and she taught me so much and sacrificed for me and my brother and we could never pay her back for that. You know, thank you, Mom. <laughs> And then, um, lost my place. Great job. Uh, she gave us clothes, a home. And I'm not saying me and my mom have had the best relationship because we didn't. But that's because I was stubborn and I lived a life apart from Christ. I was one of those people that always questioned God's plan and his calling in my life because of situations like the one I'm in now, like breaking my ankle. Um, it has taught me a lot. There will be a lot of lows in your life. It shows you, um, gosh, man, this is great. can't read this at all show you that through his love and patience that you have it all through him and by doing this um, following his plan that uh, okay hold on let me um, restart that only um, by breaking my ankle has taught me that there will be a lot of lows in your life and only God can lift you up and really just show you that through his love and patience with you that all you have to do is follow his leading example and that his plan will work I know it's hard when you're in situations where you feel like why me 
and why am I going through this, but you really just have to trust in God. He has a plan for you, and in Bible verse uh, Joshua 1.9, go to that real quick. Uh, it says, Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord the God is with you. And I, um, I thought this was just showing us that we have to abide by his commands and that if we do so willingly, without hesitation, that we truly see his plan and his glory work out in our lives. I think that the two biggest things I've learned throughout my life is being patient and being humble. Doing these two things, you will realize that your plan is not always God's plan. Your timing is not always his timing. And then one last verse I'd like to share is just uh, Proverbs 3, well, chapter 3, verse 5 and 3, 6. Um, 3, 5 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all ways, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. And I just, um, in reading those, it just truly shows that God's plan and his timing are perfect and we shouldn't try to change it or rush it. And in those two lessons, I've grown so much over this past year. And I'm not saying that I don't still question things and I don't still stumble in my walk, but I can only hope through God's plan and hit, well, through God's will and his plan that I can be a light in my community and continue with this calling towards children ministry, which I plan to go to BCF and further my education as a youth pastor. Great job. All right, look out, everybody. Check out. Let, let's give Brian one more hand, please. That was good. Thank, thank you, Brian. And uh, very good. Uh, it's always, uh, especially hard to go first, but man, good job. Had some really good stuff to say. I think next we've got Kaylee Rivera. Come on down, Kaylee. Let's give her a hand. She's coming out. So some, some, most of y'all know me. I know a few of you that don't look familiar. But anyway, um, I know, right? I think I'm, I'm okay. So I grew up in church, and uh, it was my second year of youth camp that I got saved. I remember I went up to Anne, and I said, I want to give my life to God. So... We prayed together, and I became a Christian. But there were many bumpy, like, parts through life that came in. It was, I could relate to Brian right there, um, <laughs> with how, <laughs> sorry, okay. Um, I didn't have my biological father with me and that really impacted me a lot and I had a lot of anger sadness you name it and it just gave me that sense of I didn't have much worth and that was before like I don't know anyway um sorry uh I had a lot of anger towards him and then I also got into a relationship that was not godly he pulled me away from Christ, and I realized afterwards that God was speaking to me. He was saying, you need to get yourself together. You need to start making these friendships and connections that bring you closer to me, and then I have Sylvie and Lydia there in my math class this year, and stuff. Um, and I have also been going to small groups Tuesdays with uh, Brian and his family, Wesley and his family, 
Lydia and her family, the Ellis's, and they've, it's been a really good um, time. I enjoyed it a lot. Also, I went to Honduras, and that impacted me a lot. <laughs> it just made me realize, even though in the midst of despair, and they didn't have a lot there. So I encourage for everyone to go at least on one missions trip, but it just really showed that you need to be more thankful for what you have, and God provides. And I talked to the translator who I was like friends with her little daughter, um, she had a very rough life, and then God provided and healed her from her sickness that she had. So it's it's getting better. Uh, there's still some struggles, but um, yeah, getting closer to a better place. Thank you, Kaylee. Now we've got Sylvie, I believe. Let's give a big hand. Sylvie, come on down. Become a senior, it's gonna go by fast, like just like under the eye. And I encourage you guys to enjoy it as much as possible, make memories with friends, and then also grow closer to God because you're getting ready for the next phase of life and it's like just coming at you and everything. Um, three things I wanted to kind of highlight tonight is um, strength, trust, and growth. Um, God put, like, make you go through events where at that moment you don't understand what's happening, but then later in life, he uses that as a way to either that's where you get your strength from or um, that's the way you get closer to him. And for me, um, I was a victim of an earthquake in Haiti. And it was a terrible, like, moment. Um, at that moment, I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know where my parents were. And um, now, when I reflect back on it, just going back to all the events what was happening, it just reminds me, hey, you could have died that day, but you didn't. And God has a plan for you. And you were made for a purpose. And that's the way that I'm able to go to when I'm going through hard times, struggling, and he reminds me of that. Or he showed me signs, said, hey, you're not alone. So it's pretty awesome. <laughs> and um, trust. Trust can get, like, when our plans doesn't work out the way we want them to be, we get frustrated. And that is very easy for us to do. And... Um, we may not understand at the moment why, but we just have to trust him that he got everything under control. And then growth is, for your growth, is for about your faith. Because you need, to, you need to have the trust and the faith in order to grow in God to get closer to him. And if you guys have those three little words, strength, growth, and trust, that will help you guys, like, your next, next phase of life, not just as a senior going to college, but even if you're a freshman, because that's a big transition right there. So um, that's all I have to say. <laughs>
Thank you, Sylvie. Go ahead and Wesley, come on down. Wesley Linebach. So I'm going to just kind of share about my testimony and all that. Okay, so in 2015, I went to youth camp, and I was listening to uh, one of Mr. Jonathan's Rebus's sermons. And so I, well, it really kind of impacted uh, me on that night, just really sunk in. And so, so I went to the back and got one of the adults, and on that night I got saved. And ever since then, I've been living for him. And so, and then, let me think. So I've just been living for God more and more, uh, reading the Bible every night, praying, doing things I wouldn't have done. Um, before I got saved, then Honduras came up, and that's something I was a little uncomfortable with doing. I didn't really want to go, but since I got saved, I felt like God was calling me there to go and share the love of Christ with those kids who really had nothing. So went there. And it was, it, it, those kids uh, felt like it impacted me more than I impacted them. So, again, y'all should definitely go out of states on one of the mission trips. It's definitely a thing you should see. It's very cool. So, that's it. Good job, good job. You know, one, one. It's interesting. Um, there's some some themes that 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 went. Uh, every one of them seems there's always hard times. You know, everybody goes through hard times and times that are just tough to know what to do. And and, and the the theme sort of said it's man just turn to Christ. And I, I hope you heard. Sometimes we go, man, I, I want my friends to come to church or come to Christ. What's the best way for me to do that? Can I, I, I tell you the best way for you is, is to live, first to live it out and share it on your own, but second is to get them to, to youth camp. It's a place we get away and where we get away from distractions of the world, and God is so clear. Uh, his voice is so loud, and um, it's, we only see him there at camp because we allow ourselves to get away from distractions, and we begin to look for him. You know, if we look for him here in the same way, He's here. He's in this room right now, just as he's he's there. And mission trips, man, mission trips will change your life. As um, uh, Americans, man, we need to sometimes get outside of the U.S. just to see that there's a world that's not, it's not all about me and how I'm feeling and I'm having a bad day because I didn't get to go to Luke to eat. Lord, forgive me for that one. And, um, um, you know, we, we have these little hang-ups that are small uh, compared to what the rest of the world deals with. So I encur encourage you, sort of stretch yourself out, become a part of that stuff. Now, let me speak to my seniors that are in this room right now. If you're not one, you're just 
privy to the conversation. You're just allowed to hear. But seniors that are here, some of you I have had um, for seven years in, in sixth six, six grade, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth. That's seven, seven stinking long years, and I'm so glad. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, it's, it was, it's sad because uh, I've seen you grow, uh, and I've had you around, uh, and this is always a bittersweet time for me because it's a time when uh, some of you are going off to school, some are staying in town, but I just tend to, life will, will, will change, not like tonight, like we're throwing you out of the youth group, but it will, it, it will change in, in, in jobs, you've got a, jobs and money and education, and there's things that you, you'll have to do, uh, and there, there's a point where you are becoming adults in the church, and part of, of your role, uh, seniors, seniors, if you're here, if you're going to be planted here, and this is where life is going to be, man, I want to see you involved in our church. And you might be involved some with our youth, that's great, but you need to be in church, you need to be ser- ser- serving out front, helping, that's part of being the body of Christ. So let me encourage you to jump into that. And let me share this as well. Um, it really is an honor and a privilege for me uh, to be your youth pastor for as many years as I've been allowed to be. For some, it's been two years. For some, it's been seven. And uh, I really love what I get to do. Uh, and I, I love to get to walk alongside of you. And just because you're not a youth now doesn't mean you're not allowed to talk to me anymore. And you're like, oh, I can't talk to him. I'm, I'm too cool. I'm in college. You know, <laughs> stop it. So, um, so just know that. Uh, I really do... Uh, Man, I cherish so much that the Lord's allowed me. So many lives I've been able to walk alongside, and uh, it, it's it's cool because I've got I've got some youth that are just like you, that are forty now. I know that's crazy. I know because they're old, uh, but they were youth in my youth group way way back, and they call me up or when I see them, it's just like uh, it was when they were in the twelfth grade, and we we it, it, there, there's a hug that just means the world. We talk like it's just been a week since we saw each other. Uh, and so I hope that those relationships just continue to grow and grow in the midst of that. Okay, good? Yeah, 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 good, okay, good. You want to clap for that. Um, we're we're going to throw on, uh, there's a Skit Guys video I really just want you all to see tonight. Uh, it's not like a for grad, grad, grads, but I think it, it really should meet us all where we are because we all, um, uh, on the inside, we're a lot like the person we're going to see in the video, uh, and we all have the opportunities um, to make an impact with those around us. And uh, we just preached on this with a, pu- a pure purity ser- series that, that in Psalms uh, one thirty nine, where God says, "You are fearfully and wonderfully made." And that's sort of I would, if there was a theme for this vid- video, that's what I would put in it. So, take a look at it. It's been 20 years since I graduated high school. Tonight's the big 20-year class reunion. Do I look like I've been out of high school for 20 years? Okay, never mind. I answered my own question. If I'm not mistaken, this right here, this was Mrs. Tomlinson's geometry class. And now it's a science lab. But, okay, this class, I was never very good in geometry, and I'd always protest, why do I need geometry? I'll never use geometry in all my life. And she'd always smile at me and say, wait till you get older, you'll be glad you did this. And you know what? I still never use it. The real reason why I came down this hallway was to find a locker. One, two, here, right here. 
This locker, this was Stacy Bell's locker. She was uh, my best friend in high school. She introduced herself to me when I was in seventh grade. She like picked me out of a crowd, it seemed like. But you know, we became friends. I mean, we shared everything together. We were supposed to bring pictures of high school memories and stuff like that. Okay, I brought a picture of uh, me and Stacy at our senior prom. Um, I know I look like Harry Potter. But if there was one person that I could see at this 20 year reunion, it'd be her. She changed my life in some ways. I'll never forget her. I'll never forget that day. I was walking down this hallway and I dropped my books, right? I mean, they went everywhere. And everyone's just walking by and, and I'm trying to pick them up. And you can imagine me bending down to pick up books was a whole production. And this pretty blonde girl was standing, she was standing about right here at her locker. And all of a sudden she looks down at me trying to get the books. And, and she's like, let me help you with those. And I'm like, okay, you know? She picks up my books and looks at me and she's, hi, my name is Stacy. And I'm like, hey, I'm Dennis. She's like, how about I carry these to your next class for you? And I'm like, how about you do that, you know? So Stacy carries my books to class. By the time we got there, I think that I know everything about her because she's just talking and talking. And then she sits my books on my desk and starts to walk out. And I'm thinking to myself, well, good for you. You did your good deed of the week, you know? And then she turns around. She goes, hey, Dennis, I've got a great idea. Some of my friends and I are going roller skating tomorrow night. How about you join us? And I'm like, yeah, uh, I don't do so well on wheels. She kind of laughed and she said, it's okay. I will help you. I said, okay. So that next night, I find myself at a roller skating rink with Stacy and her friends. I don't know who was more scared, me or the guy I handed my money to and said, size nine and a half, please. And I sat on the side while Stacy and her friends were roller skating for a while, but it felt good just to be part of a group. And then Stacy skates over out of nowhere and says, Dennis, come on out and skate. And I'm like, no, no, I'm cool, I'm cool. And she's like, no, come on. I'm like, serious, huh? She goes, come on, I will help you. I was like, okay. So Stacy helped me out on the roller skating rink. You should have seen everybody's eyes. I just looked at him and said, it's okay. I'm a professional skater. <laughs> but with Stacy's help, I made it all the way around the skating rink twice. It was so awesome. As Stacy was dropping me off at my house that night, she said, Dennis, I got another good idea. Tomorrow, my family is having a cookout and going swimming. Why don't you join us? And I was like, yeah, um, this body don't float, you know? She said, it's okay, I will help you. I said, okay. So there I was that next day, standing in the shallow end of Stacy's pool. <laughs> I was like, we, you know, Stacy started laughing. She goes, Dennis, the shallow one's no fun. Come on in the deep end with me. I was like, no, no, it's okay. She goes, no, come on. I was like, no, I'm cool. She goes, Dennis, come on. I will, and I stopped her. And I said, I know, you will help me. But she did. She held out her arms and helped me float in the water. It was so great. After we'd finished swimming, we were eating, and she was telling me her dreams. 
I tell you, I really believe that girl could change the world. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she turns the tables on me. She looks at me and she says, hey, Dennis, tell me about your dreams. And I'm like, well, I don't really have any dreams. She goes, come on, everybody's got dreams. And I was like, no, not me. And she just kept persisting. And I got so frustrated with her. And so finally, I looked at her and I said, okay, you want to know my dream? I'll tell you my dream. In my dream, these old heads, they are no longer crippled. And I can pick up things and throw things and, and it's no problem. And in my dream, my hip is right in place and I can walk and run and jump just like everybody else. And I said, in my dream, I don't need these old glasses to see anymore. And in my dream, my mouth is normal, just like everybody else's. And I'm just like everybody else. But then I realize it's only a dream. We sat there in silence for quite a while. And then Stacy looked at me, and I'll never forget what she said. She said, Dennis, that's the dumbest dream I've ever heard. And I was like, well, you sure know how to make a cripple guy feel good. And she said, no, no, Dennis, you don't get it. You were fearfully and wonderfully made. And I looked at her, and I said, no, Stacy, you don't get it. I'm a joke. And she just shook her head at me. Dennis. God does not look as man looks. She said, sure, man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks on the heart, Dennis. And you have a great heart. I like to think she was right. I hope I do have a good heart. I know she had a great heart. And that girl changed my life. You know how I said there was one person I want to see at this reunion? Stacy? She's not here. She's not coming. When I think about her, I think about Galatians 6.10. She epitomizes this. Therefore, as we have opportunities, let us do good for all people. She was just good. She found opportunities to love God and love others. I use her in the past tense because uh, Stacy. She died in a car wreck our freshman year in college. Jesus gave this visual in Matthew 10, 42, and he talks about kindness and compassion. It's almost as if you give a cup of cold water to somebody. That's what she did for me. She gave me a cup of cold water, and she pointed me toward God. She did it for me. She did it for a lot of people. She had a bumper sticker that said, My life is dedicated to saving your life. I'm part of her legacy. So much so, I'm still talking about it 20 years later. Psalm 139, this is what it says, verse 13, For you formed my inward parts, you knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am 
fearfully and wonderfully made. You, wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in, this, in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written, every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. And how precious to me are your thoughts. How vast is the sum. If I were to count them, they are more than the sand. Uh, first point is, don't, don't, it, the first thing I want you just to leave here with is just, I want you to know your worth in Christ. Uh, the world will tell you in a lot of ways, ah, you got to do this to be worth something. And it's counterfeit. It's fake. It doesn't give what it says it will give. God says, man, I love you. And he loves us not because we follow him and do everything exactly right. He loves us because he chooses to love us no matter what we we do. Uh, and that's a love that we're supposed to learn from him and give to others. And it's so hard for us to learn to give. And so, um, you know, he said something in the end there. He said, you know, the motto, and for those that are in 12th grade going into co to college, man, I hope the theme for your life as you're going to this next stage will be, my goal is to do this, love God and love uh, others. Uh, those that are still in this youth group for the next year, two years, three years, five years, seven years, I hope your theme will be, as you wake up tomorrow, go, okay, God, help me to love you and love others. Uh, and if we, can, if we do that, man, the impact that, that you will be made, not to make yourself better, but that will make God great, man, I've done, you know, just things in this world, but the greatest things by far I've done in this world is to walk beside somebody telling them about Christ and helping them to know him and grow in him. That is by far the greatest thing in this world that I have had the privilege to do. Nothing else compares. Man, I, I just want you to, to, to grab a hold of that and run that way. We're going to pray and we'll, we'll be dismissed tonight. Dear God, I thank you so much just for the chance to um, have our, our seniors sort of, Lord, share. Uh, and Lord, I thank you for their hearts and for what you've done in their lives and so many sharing on how, how there was a point in their life when they understood they rebelled against you and they needed help, and that was through your son, G Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you uh, that you've intervened in so many ways in this room. And God, I just ask that you'll help us to be uh, a people who love you and love us others and that the world will see our good deeds and our righteous deeds and will will glorify you uh and and come to know you for it's in jesus name i pray amen all right make sure uh sign up for camp stuff small groups are done Noah's chairs yeah i, I do need all the, the the brown chairs stacked up put in that room black chairs stacked up against that wall over there and then the desks brought back out here once everything is is put up thank you